0: By the way, they don't—they don't even give the franchise. They have a category, the franchise collection. Did I already talk about this? Maybe. Whatever. We can edit it out if we—if I did, or we can just treat it like a saw movie and forget that we already did it. Yeah, I think we should
1: keep doing that. And I think then- we should keep <laughs> rehashing everything we've so already you, said.
0: You get confused <laughs> about which movie we're talking about. Anyway. Hello. Hi. Hello. Why,
1: hello, and why are you welcome like to this? "Look Good for the Boys," a horror gossip podcast. I'm Philip. I'm Andy. I just wanted to mix it up. I wanted to be a little more formal today. Right, I'm just feeling right. a little away. Is that okay? Sure. Why? Sure. Why not?
0: Okay. What? Who would I be if I said no? Do you want me to take it again? What
1: kind? Of, no. I, we're
0: we're done. <laughs> we're already in it. Yeah, Let's,
1: you're right. We're 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 going. I'm There's not no going back.
0: There's no looking back. The past is the past, Philip.
1: Yeah, and this series especially never looks back. No, so this, let's take a let's take thing, a page out of the Saw franchise. If
0: there's one thing I know about the Saw movies, it's that it's all very linear, <laughs> very chronological, straight ahead, no nonsense, no side quests.
1: Yes, main what's behind us in Saw is behind us. We never have to revisit it. Let's go. It. We
0: need to be very clear what we're about and keep moving in that direction. <laughs> Uh, If you're just uh, catching up with us, that's a joke. That's not true. At At all. all. Yeah.
1: If you've seen any Saw movie, you know that that's a joke.
0: Except for
1: one. Which one? The most
0: recent one is the only one that's like, this is about one thing. I mean,
1: you know what? We'll talk (sighs) about it. We'll get to it. Today, however, we are... Continuing our coverage of the Saw franchises with the lens of us being some Judys judging Jigsaw.
0: Yeah. Because,
1: you know, we've determined that Jigsaw, he needs some oversight.
0: Jigsaw is not, uh, I I don't know who put him in charge. He put himself in
1: charge. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Yeah, that's fa- that's fascism for you. Yeah, yeah.
1: Jigsaw's a fascist. <laughs> yeah,
0: he really is. He's he's a libertarian fascist. He's one of those ones that's like I'm a li- I'm about liberty, and it's like no, you're not. You know, you're about you being in charge.
1: And he keeps demonstrating just as how much his words are meaningless, and he really is just even an asshole in power from beyond the grave. Yeah, yeah. Because it, now we're at the point where Jigsaw is dead. Yeah. But he keeps doing shit. Yeah. So yeah, today we are talking about Saw 4, 5, and 6. Yeah. All right, shall we talk about Saw 4? Is that next? Is that what's next? Saw 4? Yeah. Is that what comes after Saw 3? So, okay, Andy and I used to have this long-running joke about the Saw movies every year, because they came out every year on Halloween, and so every year we would just you know, have this long running joke about not remembering what number we were on and then like being very confused as, <laughs> as to what events happened in what movies. Like that was our joke. But now that after watching Saw 4, I realized where that joke came from because already I'm starting it's to get confused. too much. It, it, <laughs>
0: I want to be, I
1: have seen all except for
0: one of the Saw movies and the, the one is Spiral, but I've seen them all more than once, but I still don't, like past three it's very and even three i forget sometimes that the jeff denlin thing is in there that that's the one with angus McFadden.
1: yeah and see here's the thing it's not confusing to me what the twists are and what happens in these movies. What's confusing to me is like, I can't keep track of what happens when, because yeah. it's so all over the place. Yeah,
0: because it, well, it jumps all, I mean, I, I will admit that I do have difficulty remember that remembering that certain things happen in this series. And I think it's because of, yeah, all of the twists and turns and narrative beats and devices. But then you pile that on top of the fact that the series is constantly jumping around in time right. within its own chronology, that it's very hard to, and in this movie during the watching of it at the end, I was like, wait, does this add up? Like, could this possibly be happening at the same time as this other thing? Because I thought that this detail actually... And it it becomes, like, too much. Yeah. Like, you have these, like, Shakespearean soap opera twists and turns, Mm -hmm. and then you pile that on top of, well, we're gonna fuck with time
1: in literally every movie. But especially... Once Jigsaw's dead, from four on, with the exception of Spiral, they all just keep layering on each other. You know, like. You have to try to figure (laughs) out a way to use Tobin Bell. Right, exactly. But it it makes it so complicated and convoluted. I don't. Parsing out these movies is a fucking chore. Uh, And the timeline of them is just a chore. It is. And
0: that's the thing, I think, too, is that most people would look at that and that would be like a reason that they dislike something. Right, but I—it's part of the charm for me.
1: Agreed, agreed. (laughs) the The more convoluted and complex and crazy this series gets in terms of its lore, the more I love it. Yeah, the more it tries to continue Jigsaw's legacy as up as his intended plan. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Up through like six films past his death. Yeah, the more I love it because it's like, wow, that's just how audacious is that?
0: Yeah, and I love that it's such a because it's not. You would think by now this series has been going for almost twenty years. Correct. We're at, we're at the nineteenth year of of Saw movies, <laughs> <laughs> and they got a pretty good record. But like by now, you would think the easy thing that they would do with this series is just f- clean reboot or preboot. You know what I mean? Like do a cast someone else's Jigs, John Kramer, Mm -hmm. and be like, we've wrung all the juice we can out of this series. We're going to restart with Saw the College Years or (laughs) Young Jigsaw, you know? Like, I'm surprised they haven't done that with it. But it's kind of like the Chucky series in that, like, you have to admire its tenacity. Okay,
1: well, let's talk about these people. Okay, yeah, sorry. So so we're on Saw 4, uh, also known as Saw Scalpel Forceps. Oh, that was what they made the Roman numeral with in this Mm -hmm. one.
0: So it wasn't teeth. No. It it wasn't wasn't fingers. fingers. It
1: was scalpel forceps.
0: Scalpel forceps. Saw
1: scalpel forceps. Forceps, really? That's a choice. Okay, so the first trap we are presented with is the one that they label See No Evil, Speak No Evil, where we have a man named Trevor, whose eyes are so shut, and a man named Art Blank, Lawyer Art Blank, whose mouth is sewn shut.
0: Yeah, and we don't know who he is yet. I don't no. know, we see his face enough so that when he's reintroduced, we're like, oh. This guy. This guy. We saw so, him with his mouth sewn shut.
1: So we can, we can separate them, because we do get a lot about art. Yeah,
0: yeah. We, uh, we learn a lot about
1: art. Quite a bit. Yeah. We don't learn shit about Trevor. Yeah, we, know, we learn nothing about Trevor. Do you, how do we know his name is Trevor? <laughs> I'm assuming the yeah. script
0: yeah, I guess so. But
1: the Wikipedia even literally says we know nothing about Trevor. Yeah, yeah like, we don't. We know
0: that he. It, it's pretty immediately turns to violence.
1: Yeah, but I mean, his eyes are sewn shut, and I don't he's know attached how attached to some kind of weird device. Yeah. I would panic.
0: Yeah, well, that's what he does is he panics. But because he's a really big dude, his panic is dangerous.
1: Yes, and it's kind of unclear what this trap is doing. Yeah. I mean, there's a chain it's pulling them together. But, like, it's unclear what could happen.
0: Yeah. I mean, the idea is it's just, like, one of you can't see and the other one can't communicate what you see. It's a trust so, exercise. Yeah, yeah it's, exactly. <laughs> we get more team building. We yeah. get more saw Jigsaw's team building
1: firm. <laughs> Why didn't he go into that, you know? Instead of, like, use that he- energy to... I do not want John Kramer in charge of any team building exercises that I'm a part of. I would
0: love for him to be in charge of team building exercise at certain corporations.
1: Yeah. yeah, Okay, that's fair. Just not anything I am yeah, involved no, in. No, keep me away from it. So as far as this trap goes, I mean, I, I like the idea of it, but the trap it's itself a- is kind of
0: yeah not a trap. No, what it, it's, it's one of those like message forward traps. You know what I mean? It's not so, you know, sometimes he nails the message and sometimes he nails the engineering concept. Mm -hmm.
2: Uh,
0: And sometimes it's one more than the other. And there's not, it's not in the middle. It's not a balanced trap. Right. The trap concept is poor, the message is fun.
1: Yes, and I actually, I love the idea of having this trap where one person can't see and one person can't speak. But I just wish that it had been, I mean, it wasn't even presented to them. It's not fair to put people in a trap like that that requires unique kinds of communication and not tell them.
0: Yeah, this is one of those traps that was really clearly more about getting art to a certain place than, you know, because again, we learn nothing about Trevor. We don't know, like, what direction would things have gone if Trevor had survived this trap? Yeah. How's he going to hold you know, the people later, how's I mean, he going to hold Matthews? Maybe Trevor
1: Hoffman? was another lawyer that jigsaw had. Cause we know, you know, he, they have employed multiple lawyers. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, maybe he just, just put two of his lawyers of in a trap jigsaw, and whoever, team. whoever survives gets to be <laughs> the head of this, uh, you know, whole rigmarole.
0: Yeah. I, well, and even that's a misdirect. Sorry. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it's so Look, convoluted. My it, biggest it's... complaint about this trap is that Art could have totally opened his mouth at any time,
1: which he does, like he right, does after, right killing after killing, killing someone. Yeah.
0: So in that case, I don't like. That's a script note. <laughs> yeah, but whatever. Uh, yeah, I don't know. We're not rating the traps really, but this is one of the lesser traps. Mm-hmm. I think. I mean, it's certainly no Iron Maiden face or fucking reverse bear trap. It's not even in the same category.
1: No, Jigsaw, you phone this one and you can do better. I mean, I I get it. He was dying, but also still. (laughs) (laughs) Also,
0: we don't know. Did Amanda build this trap? Did Hoffman build this trap? Did the lawyer build this trap? Where did this trap come Did Gordon build this
1: trap? Did Jill build this trap? Did Rick
0: build this trap? (laughs)
1: Lord. Okay, so uh, with this trap... You know what? It's it's superfluous. We don't know anything about Trevor, so let Trevor go. And art doesn't need this to get to the next thing. Yeah. Like, just put art in and the I next got, thing.
0: Well, we're going to talk about art later, I'm sure. But I, I... Yeah. I got some
1: things to say about art. All right. So, after this see-no-evil-speak-no-evil trap, we move into the main flow of the movie, which is Detective... Or no, sorry. Which is Officer Rig. So, we're doing this in the timeline, because we... We
0: really start with fucking John's autopsy. Right. I just want to point it out because I love it It's so so much. I remember seeing this movie in the theater and during that scene being like, oh, fuck yeah, we're already in this. Okay, let's go. And then (laughs) losing a whole lot of faith uh, as the movie went on. I will say I don't dislike this movie. It's just not. At the time, what I thought it was going to be yeah. with that opening sequence—it's so. no three.
1: It feels like two. It feels like two thirds of a movie. Like it feels like part of three and part of five with just, like, like got other movies stuff like
0: stuffed into it. I mean, honestly, the art stuff alone—it feels like its own movie that we, that we just don't get.
1: We'll get back to art. We'll get back to rig just no acknowledging that this is mostly rigs movie his series of tennis, yeah yeah which leads him from one trap to another in which he is in this case supposed to not save people it it se- seems like is the it's, thing uh, it's it, bizarre it's really confusing
0: and it's hard this is again it's hard to know how much of this was part of john kramer's plan how much of it is you know amanda influenced and how much of it is just hoffman Doing his thing because the movie sets up in the wake of the autopsy scene. It sets up Hoffman to actually be our lead. It's like, oh, he's Costas Mandalore <laughs> It's now taking over for uh, Eric Matthews and Carrie and Rig too. But then we jump back to Rig. But yeah, it, it, the, the the tests that Rig faces, yeah, often feel like.
1: I don't know what the message is supposed to be.
0: Yeah, it's it just seems like it's there to sp- either set up art or set up Rig as potential suspects because now the idea right is well, Jigsaw couldn't have done all this stuff alone, right? And
1: Amanda couldn't have been the well, only one doing it. Well, and they keep saying that. Yeah, but specifically, what Jigsaw is telling Rig about why he's going through this test, I don't understand. Is it that like he's neglecting his home life because he's too busy saving people? Because well, he keeps being told not to save people.
0: Well and the end message is about him being indecisive. Or too decisive or no, too, like, impulsive. Too, too impulsive. Because but they, they he has a whole thing where they're like, you've just watched your friends fall around you. And then the next thing he says is, but all you do is rush headlong into shit, you know? Right. And it's like, you're saying two opposing things here. Because it seems like his lesson is, hey, slow down. You know? Your, your big lesson is, what is it that Hoffman says to him? Never go into an unsecured door. Right. Like, that's his lesson. Yeah
1: it's so confusing. I don't understand what his lesson he's supposed to learn from all of these other traps that he's facing people in.
0: Yeah. Well, because yeah, one of them is really just like, well, you have to save her, but if you save her, she'll kill you. She'll kill you. But you she'll betray you. Yeah. It, th- we saw some of that in Jeff's stuff too, of the like, I don't get what you're supposed to learn here. Are you supposed to save this person or let
1: them die? And in this case, it seems mostly just, well, you got to let them die. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's so bizarre. Uh, so, uh, since we're on the subject of Rig, I'm just going to say it: Rig shouldn't need to be tested about anything. Of all of these like police, cop, detective, FBI agent characters, Rig to me is probably one of the better ones. Yeah, I like
0: Rig, uh, A. Cab, but it's just nice that that actor finally gets a little more to do in this movie. You know, and. This stuff with Carrie, you know, it's almost we feel like she got cheated. And in this movie, it's like, well, we're not going to cheat, Rig, But his it's fucking. Yeah. His sin makes no sense. He's you know, his life sucks. His wife is leaving him. He's
1: very hot. I mean, yeah. Yeah. He's incredible. We get get to see him walking around shirtless, which I'll never say no to that. Yeah. Rig can always take his shirt off or more.
0: But yeah, it's weird. His sin seems to be that he's too obsessed, but also that he's indecisive and can't act and fails his friends. But also, you're too impulsive. You, you need to slow down. You need to get more information before you act. Like, it's all very confusing. I don't know, because his whole thing, right, it started for him when he assaults that guy at the school, who, that's also very confusing. All of the, like, child abuse thing. right.
1: We'll get to them, I guess. Yeah, well, so let's just wrap up with Rig a little bit and just say that, like, Rig did not need to be tested about anything.
0: No, he was... Yeah, I mean, the only thing he needed to be tested on is, like, you shouldn't be a cop.
2: Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Like, you
0: should quit this job, and you should do something else with your life. And maybe, like, slow down with your anger a little bit. But that's just a lesson for all
1: men. Right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) And... I think it's clear Jigsaw's not judging men. I mean, he should be. He should be. (laughs) Uh, Maybe mostly himself. Yeah, that's the thing. If he he looked inward, then maybe I could take him seriously. The
0: origin story we get for Jigsaw in this movie is very, like, men will literally become Jigsaw instead of going to therapy.
1: (laughs) His whole thing is his life
0: falls apart, and he doesn't know how to talk to anyone about it. So he just kills people. So he just starts killing people.
1: So, yeah, let's move on to the series of traps that Rig is forced to yeah, participate let's,
0: in. Let's follow Rig through his scavenger hunt. Because <laughs> now we're out of the escape room. We're out of the weird dark ride of, you know, Jeff walking through his haunted attraction. Mm-hmm. And now we're in a full on citywide scavenger hunt. Yes, we are. And it starts with Brenda. What is her deal?
1: So. I looked this up. Okay, because it's not clear. Yeah, well, because the movie never lingers (laughs) on anything long enough to let us see what the fuck it's trying to show us. So those pictures are all of Brenda recruiting and pimping younger girls for sex work.
0: she was trafficking. Gotcha. They really don't lay that. Like They refer to her as a pimp at one point, but it's almost in a way where you're like, you don't know who he's talking about. Because it's Strom, I believe, right? Who's like right. the pimp, the fucking whatever? And you're like, wait a second.
1: But no, in this case, it is actually that Brenda is recruiting people. Who is she recruiting them for? Well, I mean, she's just being a pimp. She's yeah, just- but we
0: don't get any other follow up on that. Right? They just erased that entirely. I guess. I mean, look,
1: she is an entrepreneur. <laughs> she sees Stop a it. need. <laughs> she's and- a woman in a male-dominated <laughs> industry. <laughs> We don't know if Brenda is recruiting underage women, if she's like using, you know, kind of Andrew Tate fucking tactics to recruit women, if she is just working explicitly for Jeffrey Epstein. (laughs) Yeah. Or, or if she's actually trying to like, you know, create a, an ethical niche in the sex working industry. Maybe
0: she's trying, maybe she's actually, maybe it's one of those things, right? Where she's actually trying to help. You know, but she's getting like shut down by the Ashton Kutchers of the world. Yeah, <laughs> or right. like funding the wrong people. You know.
1: Yeah, because she's a woman, so a woman shouldn't be. Yeah. You she's know.
0: probably not even recruiting anybody. It's probably just like John Kramer watched a QAnon video or something. Like he fell for some PizzaGate scam. He thinks that she like. <laughs> she, he like watched Sound of Freedom, <laughs> and went after. Because look, you know John Kramer at least listens to Rush Limbaugh. In 2004. Oh, for sure. Anyway. So... uh, We
1: don't know what her deal is. Yeah, I mean, I I just don't want to blanket condemn people involved in the sex working industry without knowing more about, like, what...
0: Well, she's... Yeah, I mean, she's also... She's put into this position by Jigsaw because it's like, he's a cop, and she's definitely concerned about that, Mm -hmm. and he's going to send you to prison or whatever. So, I feel like, at least... According to the reality of the movie, what she's doing is we can probably assume that it actually has victims.
1: Yeah, that's fair.
0: That she's actually harming people. But then again, it's like, you know, I don't want to fall into that, like, if you don't have anything to hide, why are you afraid of the cops thing? Because, of course, you'd be afraid of the cops if you're working with sex workers. Whether you're in working actually in their interests or otherwise, like, the cops are not your friends. So it's understandable that she would be, you know, hesitant to trust a cop. I don't know. Yeah, whatever her deal is, we don't hear it from her mouth. You know what I mean? Right. We don't know what's going on with her. So does she deserve
1: a scalping device? (laughs) I mean, I don't know if a lot of people deserve a scalping device. Right. But my inclination is to set Brenda free. Yeah. Give her a haircut. Get her out of there. So and also I would also say that that trap is not interesting enough to like save for something Mm. else. I don't know. I kind of like it you a lot. You like a scalping yeah. trap?
0: Well, it's just so simple. You know, there's something elegant about its simplicity. Mm-hmm. But also, it doesn't really—it doesn't have a message. It doesn't have a theme. You know, right? It doesn't really have that kind of a concept. It's just like, oh yeah, it tightens. It has your ponytail caught in it, and it tightens it until it scalps you. Yeah, you know what? I say it out loud. That's vanilla. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: like like the- I get it. Pull my hair. Sure. The only person that I would put in that trap that I felt would feel thematic is sindel from the Mortal Kombat series, <laughs> right? Like, because it's like you've used your hair to murder <laughs> innocent
2: people. I
0: want to see Jigsaw as a fighter in a Mortal Kombat game. I mean, they've done Freddy, Jason, and Leatherface, right? Yeah. Time to put Jigsaw,
1: and they probably have. I mean, and we maybe, just don't know about it. I don't know. There's a new Mortal Kombat coming out. Maybe there's a jigsaw. Oh my God, event.
0: if they made a jigsaw one, and all of his fatalities were traps that just like came out of the ground and gotcha, <laughs> or like no, the game like stops for like a twenty-minute
1: montage of John Kramer building shit on the <laughs> screen. <laughs> Yeah, and then the person who's, like, wobbly the whole time has to hit play on a tape. It
0: just makes the fatality last another 45
1: minutes.
2: (laughs) Like,
0: the other player has to do a mini-game within the fatality. Like,
2: this is actually, it it,
1: it becomes a full movie. Mortal Sawbat! (laughs) (laughs) Moving on, we have Ivan Lansness. Ivan is explicitly a rapist. Yes. And an
0: unapologetic rapist. Unapologetic and he I not just unapologetic, he's lying. You know, I mean, I guess if you're gonna be an unapologetic rapist. You also you're, are gonna lie. Although if you're unapologetic, you should be, you know.
1: Well, you can be unapologetic about something but still, still not want to be. Still caught.
0: understand you're gonna have consequences. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah he's um he's he sucks. And he says that he's reformed, but, and there's a part of me that's like, oh, that's an interesting idea of like this movie that is a lot of copaganda, despite being completely about how cops are corrupt and evil, mm-hmm. it still is like doing like, well, someone, the cops aren't cops enough and that's the problem, you know? But like, I thought, oh, if he has been to prison, you know, he's, this is an interesting statement about like the inability of prison to reform people. Because you know, he's like, I paid for it. But then you find out he's been acquitted three times. So right. it's
1: like, has he even been to prison for this? I mean, does it matter? No, because he's still doing it. Fuck yeah, him. And he is unapologetic. Yeah. And you get to see him pulled apart. This is a great trap, It actually. is a great trap. Yeah. He has to gouge his eyes out in order to get free of the trap. To not be pulled apart yeah.
0: by the restraints
1: on the four po- the posts of the bed that he has used to restrain. And look- well, let's just say that I feel like Ivan actually deserved what he got, and I would leave that be,
0: yeah. no, Ivan definitely fuck him. <laughs> you know, I definitely want to be the person that's like people can reform. People can change. Like you have to believe that healing is possible.
1: He had many chances, but
0: this guy in particular, it's like, yeah, we got to just like keep the world safe from him. Yeah. so, yeah, I guess good one, jigsaw. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, well, that's did, what I'm saying. You yeah, did it right yeah.
1: this time. Yeah, we're as as Judy's judging Jigsaw. We're gonna just <laughs> we're gonna judge we're gonna leave this one alone. Okay, as justified. Yeah, we, these Judys judge you as justified, Jigsaw. <laughs> <laughs> so then, how do you feel about Rex and Morgan? Rex, the abusive father, who got away with it. I, I
0: mean, obviously, fuck a child abuser, right? You know, the problem is. Is one I do not believe in a, any cop is actually that concerned about child abuse because most cops statement. are child abusers. Uh, yeah, not but,
1: most okay, but you can forty percent you can <laughs> commit a sin and then still care if somebody else commits the sin. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah.
2: Rex,
0: I mean obviously he sucks, he's an abusive piece of shit, you know. And again, it's like I wanna believe that hey, if we were to be like, you learned these lessons from the men who failed you in your life who learned these lessons from the men who failed them. And, like, let's let's get you to counseling. But also, like, if I were to walk in on this trap, it'd be pretty cut and dry.
1: It'd be pretty, like, yeah, we're gonna save her, and uh, fuck you, dude. Well, I mean, judging from the map of where these, like, spikes were going through, there was no saving him. It's yeah, like they I went through, they- like, safe places on her to, yeah. like, pro- like f- full arteries on him. So
0: this is another thing, is that... This trap I don't get, it's part of that whole, like, what is the lesson here? Because it's either she stays there until, I guess, help comes, or she gets herself off of there and he dies. Either way,
1: she's fine. Yeah, and what bothers me about this is that his whole Jigsaw's whole thing in this situation seems to be like freeing her from an abusive situation by abusing her. By abusing
0: her also Yeah, exactly. And it's not a life or death thing,
1: again, right? Like it's
0: not a live or die, make your choice. So where is that? Like his whole thing is people don't appreciate their life until the threat of it being gone is presented there, present you know what I
1: mean? So that's not at work here then. No. So that's why I say trash the trap, free Morgan, and put Rex in a different trap. Yeah,
0: her whole thing, the whole thing about like, you let people abuse you, so let me abuse you, and that's going to teach you to not let yourself get abused. Yeah. Yeah. It's 100%. You are victim blaming. Mm
1: -hmm.
2: Yeah. And
0: this is not going to help her. And that's
1: fucked. Yeah. Like, hey, if you, to get over your abusive relationship, you have to murder your husband by going through (laughs) intense psychological and physical pain. Like, no, no, Mm -hmm. no, no. And yeah, the trap is just also kind of like double
0: impalement, acupuncture, you know, for one, that's not really the ties that bind. That's not. I don't I don't think you can use that terminology here. Although this is literally trauma bonding because trauma means piercing, so she's literally bonded to him through actual trauma. But it doesn't work. It just it's a bad concept. No. Like chain him to her in some situation where they're both conscious and have to do something. this doesn't make sense.
1: No. So here's my thing. You get rid of this trap, you free Morgan and we don't have a trap on hold right now so oh, i say shit. we just like table rex for a different time when we can we'll find see if a we trap can find more appropriate. another trap to fit him yeah. yeah but i mean he does deserve a
0: trap yeah for sure let's get that guy trapped up morgan you can go <laughs>
1: um so yeah let's move on we jump back in time a little bit oh two. to cecil cecil his first victim question mark unclear is I that mean, where we're at now currently it seems as if Cecil is his first victim. Cecil is the first victim. Currently. Yeah, currently. M- future movies As of this may... this point in the movies. <laughs> may go back on that. But I love this trap. It's a great trap. It's simple. It's elegant. It has a point, And it's it's a bunch of knives in your face. Yep. What's not to love? Yeah, and he has to push through the knives yeah. to get out of the trap. And that's it. it you're right. It's so simple and it's elegant. It's so simple and elegant. There's I have two notes. Okay. And this is fine because...
0: This is the thing You watch Jigsaw grow Right And this is an early work from him So it's not gonna be as mature Or as confident Of course right? Yeah um, The theme is a little muddled Because It feels like this is a trap He designed for someone else Like that would be concerned About what their face looks like Yeah And then just ended up with Cecil Because he puts Cecil in this trap And it's like We're gonna bring your inner ugliness To the surface And I'm sorry But if you say that to me My next question is Are you saying I'm pretty? <laughs> Because it sounds like you're saying I'm pretty Mm -hmm. because I'm not ugly in my face and you want to make my face ugly, which means you think that I'm pretty. Thank you. Now I'm going to push my face through this wall of knives. (laughs) Yeah. It just feels (laughs) like Cecil's not the guy for this trap. No. Also, it breaks. That's the problem with it. Yeah. Like as Cecil is trying to do it, he shakes a little too hard and it breaks. Not great craftsmanship.
1: It falls apart. Yeah. But he does get out of it. Uh, so, okay, we like the trap. It needs an update, and it needs to be given to somebody who is more deserving. Yeah,
0: yeah. Cecil's not the guy for this trap. It is funny that then he just immediately stumbles into
1: a bunch of coiled razor wire. Right, yeah, <laughs> like trying to attack John. Yeah. I
2: just don't
1: so like... does Cecil deserve a trap? Cecil,
0: Cecil's the scumbag, but it's also like... I want to say, there are assholes who probably deserve traps in every walk of life, right? Yeah. In every group, in every... like, But there's something about it where it's like... He is tied up in the Jigsaw story in that this is a story about just like Death Wish or Breaking Bad or Death Sentence, also directed by James Wan, which is very much a light remake of Death Wish. It's just about white, regular, liberal guys having a little thing go... A little, not a little thing, but like having an actual tragedy happen in their lives and then immediately turning into like ultra conservative, nearly fascist vigilantes. Mm -hmm. And that's what we're seeing here. Right. Is like Jigsaw just becoming a Reagan era Republican, essentially. Because the other thing I want to point out with Cecil's sin, it is, I think, pretty specifically AIDS related. Like the judgment of him. Because he says. As a drug user and a hustler, you played roulette with other people's lives. And that terminology, mm. it conjures up a very specific thing for me. Uh, I don't know if anybody else has that read. But the word hustler being in there is where I'm like, oh, fuck. Yeah, I didn't put that together, but I could absolutely see that read. Anyway, he's responsible for... And again, this isn't about what Cecil has done to other people. This no. is revenge. This is revenge for the miscarriage that Cecil caused, and Cecil sucks, and Cecil is shitty, and Cecil keeps failing. And I really agree that it sucks when he steals from that old lady at the Lunar New Year festival. Mm-hmm. Which side note, love that that's
1: where Jigsaw got the idea for a pig mask, probably. Uh-huh. <laughs> Here's the thing, though. C- Cecil was at this clinic, like he was getting help, and yeah. it was. It, it does seem to be a very good clinic that is offering like harm reduction, yeah. kind of methodologies. So maybe he does deserve a trap. Maybe Yeah, th- I mean it seems like he has probably really hurt people. Yeah.
0: So I it's difficult because I have sympathy for him. Right. You know, like but, he's clearly desperate. Yeah. Also, I want to point this out. This is so weird to me that Jigsaw makes a tape for him and then just does it live. Yeah, like, does it doesn't play like the tape.
1: The, I want to say it's the only time that we see Jigsaw watch his trap yeah. in motion yeah. in person. Yeah. But I mean, it's his revenge. He he needed yeah. to see. Well, it's
0: also like probably why he decided, well, I shouldn't be there. because if Because oh, yeah. if the <laughs> trap breaks and they get free and I'm right there, they're going to try to kill me. Right. And I have cancer and I'm dying.
1: Okay, so Cecil. I don't know. I, it's weird.
0: I feel like, I get. I feel like just, John, don't close the clinic. Let the clinic keep going. Right. You know? And don't abandon your low-income housing
1: development, you monster! I mean, yeah, he's a monster. So, okay, Cecil just needs more help.
0: Yeah, I I hate to be so bleeding heart about him, but, yeah.
1: Well, then should we give the knife chair to Rex? Let's
0: fix that knife chair up, and let's give it to... Here's the problem, though. Rex is going to think we're calling him pretty.
2: It's fine. And I
1: don't want to call him pretty. I mean, it's still fine. I mean, we're still having the message if we're going to be bringing your ugly to the outside. Yeah. You know? Because that's his whole thing is he was like burying his abuse. Wait, I say we put him in the rack trap from 3. Really? If we still have the rack trap from 3. We put I mean, traps can be reused. They're these are very <laughs> durable <laughs> traps. Yeah. And
0: also the rack trap is pretty fucking sturdy. Yeah. I feel like that's one of those easy cleanup things. It's like right? a coffee maker. You just rinse it out and you're good. You, you can put yeah, more in. Yeah, and let's not
1: be wasteful. These can be reused. Yeah. So, okay, sure. Rex can have the, the rack trap. Let's
0: put Rex in the rack, the rack trap because that's the whole right. You've used your limbs to abuse the other people around you.
1: Yeah, okay. You've yeah. used
0: your body. Like the same thing with you've used your body. I will say this is, okay, again, not to defend Ivan, but the terminology especially of you've used your body, it feels a little fat phobic. <laughs> because it's like you've used your gross, repulsive body. And I feel like they wouldn't focus on that if Ivan were, like,
1: conventionally beautiful. Probably know? not. So, But we know that but Jigsaw also, fuck, is a terrible but person. A ter-
0: yeah, right. <laughs> Jigsaw sucks. But also, yes, I don't want to defend Ivan. But, yeah, you could say that, like, you've used your body to, you know, your arms and legs to punch and kick people who are defenseless, you know. And now you break them so that yeah. he can't... Do you know what I would do though? Is if I were Jigsaw and I were putting Rex in the rack trap, I would adjust it so that when the, his limbs twist, they then start hitting himself. Like that, you you put like some hydraulics on the thing oh, so that that's they twist. Great. I like then, that a lot. So that, and then have Jigsaw tape playing that's like, "Why are you hitting yourself? Why are you hitting yourself? Uh, <laughs> Why are you hitting yourself? Stop hitting yourself." And then the Billy puppet laughing. <laughs> all over and over again as you then don't twist his head around but just beat him to death with his own arms and legs i love that right come on
1: i think we only have two more people yeah to talk about so eric matthews we've talked about him enough already he deserved what he got in fact you know what I, I don't want to say the ice blocks weren't enough for him because he suffered a lot <laughs> yeah, leading up did. to that.
0: I love that they let him heal for six months. Right. In incarceration, just to do that to him? That's hilarious. And you know what? I'm okay with all of that. Yeah. Yeah. I No notes. No notes. Eric, <laughs> the ice blocks, it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Chef's kiss. It doesn't mean anything, but I don't care.
1: Yeah. It's yeah. great. And then, I mean... We haven't really covered all of art, but do we have anything to say about art? He's, he's just a the lawyer. movie presents him as a slimeball attorney who I think is connected to a number of these yeah,
0: other victims. Yeah, he defended Ivan, he defended Rex. Like he, he has some truly awful people for clients. Yeah. But also like he's trying to build low-income housing, you know? And like sure he could be a shitty developer, but like I don't know, it seems like he truly believes in that cause.
1: Okay, maybe, but like he could also be just like turning himself into a slum lord. It's hard to know. It is hard to know. And he's building low income housing I mean, it, on the back of like rapists. The thing is,
0: is this is definitely like a copaganda reactionary portrayal of a defense attorney, of like this the slime ball attorney that's helping the evil people get off. Oh,
1: yeah. Uh, and,
0: and in in so far as that is true in this movie, yeah, he sucks. I like it when he's getting to play Jigsaw for a minute. Mm-hmm. That's fun. He's like fun in that. Yeah. I love him. Also, he's like he comes to John after John, everything's gone wrong in John's life. And he's still even after John is like, get the fuck out of here. He doesn't write him off. He's like, give me a call when you feel better. You know what? That is
1: true. He He does clearly care.
0: Yeah. Like in the universe of the Saw movies... Which is a, not our own universe, no, it's a he's dark a very universe. bad person, but like you put that character in real life, like what we kind of know about him, and it's like, I mean, he's one of the good guys, I think in some ways, maybe I don't know he's trying he's trying to get police reform to happen, so we free him, yeah, he doesn't. I, this. I feel like if we're freeing Brenda, we gotta free him because we just don't know
1: their whole stories, yeah. Yeah, we need more info before we're willing to torture somebody.
0: Yeah. And also though, freeing him doesn't really free up a trap because he gets killed by with a gun. With a gun. <laughs> he gets killed by Rig. He's part of Rig's test.
1: So my final question is are detectives Perez and Strom, are they being tested? I can't tell. Yeah,
0: it's weird. I like both Perez and Strom.
1: I like Perez. Strom, I love strong. He's okay. He's a little much. He's very much. He has this swagger
0: that I love when he comes in and he says, "See that Jill? That's a federal fucking indictment. That's got your name on it. You want to put somebody else's name on it? Just start talking to me."
1: But it's so much. I mean, yeah. like he is so hostile to Jill immediately and yeah. like consistently. Like he's again, and this can be said about like. 90% of the actors and actresses in these movies is that they are always at an 11.
2: Yeah. yeah. And like
1: the, the quote that I wrote down for Strom that like is so indicative to me of like who Strom is as a person is when he gets uh, called out of the interrogation room and he turns to some rando and is like, and then points at Jill and says, she doesn't leave. And it's like, everybody <laughs> would know. Jill knows that. Everybody yeah. here knows that. Yeah. Why, why would you even say that? Like, of course she doesn't leave. She's being interrogated. It's funny.
0: That's a line that kind of like indicates another thing to me, which is that he doesn't seem to understand how his job or the jobs of other people work, like in (laughs) law enforcement and like the criminal justice system. Because he even says another line that I love where he's like, I don't have to convince everyone, just 12 people. And it's like, does he think he's going to be trying the case? Like, does he think he's going to be the prosecuting attorney in this case? Does he not know that he's an FBI agent and not an assistant DA? Like, what does he think any of this is? It's pretty funny. I think my thing is with Strom is that I think, I just think he's very hot. Oh, okay, and that's he has, fair. And he has a swagger I love.
1: See, and I think Perez is super hot. Perez is very hot. But they're not, I mean, Jigsaw's messing with them, but they're not yeah. really being tested. No, and they're still fucking
0: feds, so I don't really care what happens to them. But I think, I will say this. On the note of Strom, I think it's one one big problem with this movie is that Strom and Hoffman look like the same fucking dude. Yeah, and then when you bring in Art, he's kind of the same way too. It's just like they're all just brunette, square jawed white dudes. Like, do something different with them Jake so that Saw we can has tell them a type. Apart.
2: <laughs> Yeah, I mean, so do I actually. <laughs>
0: uh, I mean, I do think that Strom is clearly the hottest of the three, but.
1: Uh, see, I, I hate to admit this. I really Don't. hate. No, but it's Hoffman.
0: Hoffman, you're a yeah. Costas Stan. You're a Costas Standalore. <laughs> Shut <laughs> up! Oh my god.
1: <laughs> All right, I think that covers Saw Four. Yeah, we can move on. Okay. If there's so much more Saw to be had. Yeah, we got a lot of ground to cover. So there's Saw Four. Yeah. Game over. <laughs> so we can start talking about Saw Five. Saw five. Yeah. What's the V? Yeah, honestly, this is really sad. I'm so sorry, Andy, but we are officially in the territory of posters that no longer use implements to represent body the- body parts? Or body parts to represent the numerals. Why? I don't know. Why it, did we leave that? It makes me Why really sad. Why did they sad? abandon
0: that? That was the best, was one of the best things about the series. Yeah.
1: And it's it's over. So Saw 5 marks the Ugh, end of that. The
0: fucking woke mob strikes
1: again. <laughs> the poster, most of the posters for Saw 5 are just like Saw with the Roman numeral 5. And then I think this is the one with, it, it's probably Hoffman wearing like dead jigsaw face. Like dead Jed John Kramer face,
0: <laughs> Kramer face,
1: Kramer face. So this is Saw Kramer face. Oh my god! This also marks us being officially into the territory of these movies blending together to the point of I never know where we're at. Yeah,
0: and but they also don't. I mean, they were already kind of starting to do that.
1: Yeah. I mean, three started it. Four Four really, really like kicked the ball. But like you can remember four for being the one that started that ball rolling. But five is where it's just like, I don't. Because here's the thing. They're all every one of these movies from like four on out are two thirds of a movie. It's one third yeah, of the actual yeah. like long story trap. It's one third of whatever's going on with the, the procedural like, po- yeah, the stuff. police stuff. Yeah. And then it's one third going back and revamp or like going back and retconning what what we've seen so far. <laughs> yeah. So it's one third of just like revisiting whatever came before. Yeah,
0: one third of every movie <laughs> is just. Uh, well, remember when this happened? Actually. And case in point, Saw Five. I look, you gotta love a sequel that begins at the end of the movie before the previous movie. Mm-hmm. Literally, that's where this movie starts. You could start this movie and be thinking like, "Am I wait? Is this the fourth one? I'm pretty. Sure, did I put the wrong movie in? Did I select the wrong movie on the thing?" Yeah. So Saw Five begins with the end of Saw Three, with Nick. Strom well, coming upon Jeff Dunlin, Denlin, Yes
1: which is act no that's the end of saw 4
0: yeah well that's the thing is that the it end of saw 4 is, is, the, the be- is, is the actually is the end, the of, end saw of saw 3. 3 yes so the beginning of saw 5 is the end of saw 4 but it's also the end of saw 3 yes
2: <laughs> correct
1: <laughs> are you lost <laughs> However, I actually, I think that the the first trap that you see in Saw 5 is the pendulum. pendulum. The
0: pendulum trap, which takes place before the events of Saw 1.
1: So, like, way back. Mm-hmm. God, these movies jump around so fucking much.
0: Yeah, they sure do. Which is, again, why I'm very surprised they have not done a, like, let's go w- all the way back. Let's do a Saw in high school.
1: Okay, so... We have Seth Baxter in The Pendulum Trap.
0: Seth Baxter, fuck this guy.
1: Yeah, I mean, he, in a domestic violence incident, murdered Detective Hoffman's sister.
0: Yeah, and here's the thing. Not only is he explicitly a murderer, uh, those are Nazi tattoos. He's rocking some Nazi tattoos on him. That right
1: there is a big old nope. Nope. Mm -hmm. big old red flag yeah surprised he's
0: not a cop actually
1: (laughs) i mean maybe (laughs) if he had been given a future he might have become one (laughs) yeah you know what honestly here's the thing this is kind of nuts but like the series of traps that both amanda and hoffman set up to that are that are inescapable
2: Mm
1: -hmm. i'm very against that idea obviously yeah for a lot of reasons (laughs) this one i'm okay with yeah, no, I kind of like that he actually did the thing he needed to do to get out and then suddenly realized, oh shit. No, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I'm going to get sawed in half anyway. Yeah,
0: plus it's a Poe reference. I like a Poe reference. hmm. Always. You know? It shows that you're literate, Jigsaw. You're not just a STEM guy. You well, I mean, all, you appreciate the humanities as well.
1: Th- this was a jigsaw copycat.
0: This, this yeah, this, this was This is literally Hoffman. I, yeah, Hoffman doesn't know that that story. He's not read it. Can Hoffman read? Is the next question <laughs> that I have. <laughs> yeah, he definitely he beat up kids that read Edgar Allan Poe
1: for sure. So yeah, so, we're but, gonna leave that one. Yeah, alone.
0: Yeah, no, he can. That's yeah. look, it's a he good can trend. Get in It's half. a good. It's 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 a Nazi getting cut in half. What's better than that?
1: My only problem with the, like, verbiage of the trap, like, say if we we took this trap and used it for somebody else, obviously Mm -hmm. who gives a shit about Seth Baxter, but the whole thing in the tape where Hoffman, as Jigsaw, says, you've used your hands to murder, now you will have to, like... (laughs) Give up your hands to survive. It's like hands don't kill people; people kill people.
0: (laughs) Well, and they do that again. They recycle that with in six with the hands damage to your hands thing. Mm -hmm. That where they say the blood that's literally on your hands or whatever, and it's like, yeah, Hoffman's just for one, his tapes not as good. No, he's not as good. He's not as good a
1: copywriter because he doesn't read. Yeah, (laughs) he can't read. He can't read. This is canon now. Yep. Hoffman is a Hoffman bad jigsaw because he
0: can't read. This is read. my conspiracy. The de- Detective <laughs> Hoffman can't read. Look at him reading anything in those movies. He looks confused. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so Head then track. we move into the end of, of Saw 4, which yes, is also so the end of Saw 3. so we jump from the end of Saw 3 to the end of Saw... Well, we kind of It's a lateral no, move. We jump from the beginning of the Saw franchise, pre-Saw 1, oh, yeah, that's to right. the to end of Saw 3, we jump 4. back all the way. Jesus <laughs> fucking Christ. And this, honestly, this really feels like you could take this entire scene of, of Detective Strom being stuck in this little head box trap and tack it onto the end of five and it would, I mean, no, tack it onto the end of four and it would still work.
0: You could just cut to it at any point. In any movie in this series, and it would be like, yeah, that's okay,
1: sure. Like there is a way to cut four, five, and six together as one, maybe two-hour and twenty-minute movie that makes total that's sense in and feels, order. Yeah, yeah, in linear order and feels like a full movie. Yeah,
0: yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: okay. But the headbox—it seems like from what Strom deduces later in the episode—that the headbox was just meant to kill him. There yeah, was no, no way out of it, so <laughs> that Hoffman could come out as the hero. Yeah.
0: Yeah, Hoffman just Hoffman did the one thing you're not supposed to do as a Jigsaw, which is which is to underestimate a person's will to live. And he underestimated Strom's will to live. Will mm-hmm. will Strom will give himself a fucking emergency tracheotomy with what, a pen? Yep. Yeah.
1: Which Instead that's great. Uh, that well, like I I really love that.
0: That I already was Team Strom. I was already a little bit of a of a Stromantic. Aww. And that that really that made him so much hotter to me. That move, <laughs> that emergency tracheotomy, and then like the, you know the next scene is him just like he, oh, he's got a gravelly voice but he's fine. Mm-hmm. His yeah, voice which, is no hotter. that made it better. Yeah, his yeah voice what are you is talking about now? Yeah, the thing about got Strom rough, to me, hey, I need to talk to Jill Talk again.
1: I have a throat fetish. Nope. Oh. that's weird. <laughs> <laughs> That didn't come out right. No. Uh, no. The thing about Strom to me is that he's not a guy that I would ever pick up in a bar, but God damn, did he just win me over in like yeah. four five and- Throat goat. Four and five. Yeah. He just, <laughs> he is the throat goat. <laughs> but so like it, his only sin in his two traps, which we'll talk about the other one later, like it's just getting too close to Hoffman. Yeah. Right. Exactly.
0: Like, this is, his just too good at his job. Yeah.
1: That's a problem. Considering both the police and FBI presence in these movies is impressive. To even be okay at your job in these (laughs) movies is impressive. (laughs) But okay, well, let me phrase that. To be okay at your job in like law enforcement in these movies and not be a part of Jigsaw's like plan is impressive.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. And I mean, again, you know, obviously ACAB and, you know, that includes feds, but look, this takes place in a different universe. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is not. <laughs>
1: and, uh, okay, anyway. So now we get into the full bulk of the... Uh, yeah,
0: the, the, what, the, what the traps are in this movie. Yeah, like this what the the series the, who, of... Who
1: are, who's being tested. So we have this group of people who yeah. all were involved in this fire burning down this building so that this real estate company could develop it. And eight people died in it. Yeah. Uh, the, okay, the main game. Yes. So we have Ashley who faked a fire inspection report for this fire. We have Charles who was an, a journalist who buried the story. He was paid to bury the story. Yeah. We have Luba who took bribes to give the building this permit. Is the
0: ber- building uh, authority, permit authority or whatever, right? Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. yeah. We have Malik who is a drug addict who was paid to set the building on fire. And finally we have Brit who orchestrated the whole thing rich kid drug addict too uh, he's yeah. he's a privileged privileged boy from money so that's our 5 and they're being sent through a series of tests which man okay let's talk about the first one the <laughs> necktie trap where they're all they're all stuck this is <sighs> yeah okay so they 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 have something around their neck yeah that's and... pulling them towards these blades that are crossed scissor style yep that could decapitate them yeah And in front of them are these boxes of keys and all they have to do is get to their box, but pulling against, like heading towards the box, pulls everybody else back towards the blades. Yeah. Can I say, I actually, even though you don't find out this out until towards the end of the movie, I kind of love the twist of this trap. The thing about this trap for me is I see that immediately and I
0: like, I then spend the rest of this movie being like, oh yeah, these people all fucking deserve this because
1: they just didn't see that. Yeah. Well, here's OK. Here's a problem uh, I, I have with a lot of Jigsaw's traps is that in his recordings, he talks very like he waxes poetic. He talks yeah. very like uh, um, he's very verbose. Yeah, but well, Also, he's, he's not very direct. And no, then he, he never actually tells you what your lesson is, even though he like he heavily implies it. Right. But not only that, he often does, like sometimes, sometimes he will tell you exactly what the trap is and exactly what you do. Other times he'll give you like clues and hints like it's some yeah. fucking escape room and then he'll set a minute timer. And it's yeah. like, okay, come on. Like, <laughs> you dude. gotta
0: give people 20 seconds to just kind of catch their
1: breath a little bit. So in this case in particular, he literally says... All, all he says is, I implore, like, you all have, like, you'll be tempted to follow your impulses, and I say, Of you- putting yourself first or, yeah, like, yeah, being yeah. selfish, yeah. and I implore you to do the opposite. Yeah,
0: which is pretty fucking obvious, I
1: think. I mean, it's obvious to say work together. It's not like, I mean, which nobody does at all.
0: Yeah, well, that's, that's you know? the th- yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, so these people immediately, it's like, if you just, when you figure that out, you kind of can just automatically be like, well, okay. And the, the the twist of the trap at the end is, any one key would have opened all of their collars. Right. But see, even beyond that, it's like we can each get the key. We can all get yeah. The, take all turns. Of the keys. Like, I'm gonna take, go now. Yeah. You
1: go now. You like we,
0: it, we yeah. take turns, or even just one of us goes down, opens this one, and then opens the next two, and then comes back. And you know what I mean? Like you can probably reach over and get one of them. I don't know, but it would. Or or let me get mine off first. This is what I see. The minute you get your collar off, and I guess they were struggling with the keys and the collars, but if you were fast about getting your collar off, then you're free, and you can just go and open all the other boxes and get the keys and, co- and bring them all back to everybody. Right. And it's not a fucking problem. And all of the traps in this movie are that. And I love that. I love that the lesson is you guys are all assholes because you're never going to work together. And that's the problem with the world. Right. And it's it's like, wow, did, did Jigsaw suddenly become a
1: socialist? Did he start listening to Chapo Trap House? Why is he a leftist now? And so in that, <laughs> I, I actually I, I actually do love this series of traps. And I love that they don't figure it out until there's only two of them left and it's the very end and they realize like if it had been all five of them, this trap would have been really easy to pass. Yeah. yeah. Of giving up the blood. Yeah. So you know what? Let's just lay out the, the traps and then we can talk about them so then after the necktie trap is the jar trap where there's there's four places for everybody to hide from the bomb and there's keys to each of those four in these jars above head above their heads and they just have to break enough to get into these sewer grating areas to hide from the bomb but the twist is that at the end you realize that more than one person could have fit in any of them so they just had to find three essentially but there were four and hide but instead, they you know fight each other, and like the asshole journalist <laughs> tries to beat up the drug addict. Yeah, you only need to go into one thing. Like, it- <laughs> well, if two could fit into one, you if you still had five people, you just need three keys. But you yeah. could easily have that five people finding three keys easy. Yeah, not a yeah, not a problem. Yeah, and I also I, I want to go back and like you know take back what I said about the whole timer thing is that one thing I love about this series of traps is that it doesn't start till they shut the door. Yeah. And they are they're given they know that and they are given like that knowledge of like they take their time and be like is it time to shut the door or not. Yeah. I mean
0: but th- most they of the have time. to shut it because there's the bomb's going off.
1: Right, but I mean still but like the bomb is on a longer timer. It's on a timer. longer timer. So they have a minute and
0: I do like that. That is fun. Uh, what I don't like is fucking Luba murdering Charles. <laughs> like she murders that man. Mhm. And knows she's murdering him. Right. To save the... The drug addict. The drug
1: addict arsonist.
0: Right. But also, uh, here's the thing I'll push back on. She doesn't... She's not doing it to save him. She's doing it because she's mad at Charles.
1: Yeah, and the thing I'll push back on that with is that like Charles has very quickly proven himself to be the most selfish of the group in terms of how he's reacting to these traps. So like, I would, if I were to like look at a danger map of this group, I would put Charles at the top. So if I had to choose between working with Charles and working with Malik, I would choose Malik because he's not the one that's going to like immediately start to try to beat me. Yeah, but
0: he's also useless. And I don't. What does Charles do? So
1: you're saying that this is a utilitarian approach to who's best equipped to deal with these traps? Actually, that yeah, no. Well, you just. I mean, it's just
0: you might need someone to step up in a way, especially if you're trying to get everybody to survive together. You And I would definitely trust Charles over Luba because Luba, like, pretty clearly is going to double cross everyone. Right. And I don't know. I don't think Charles does anything to warrant him being like, I mean, okay, yeah, he sucks. Mm-hmm. He's an asshole. Yeah,
1: you, never mind. He's, he's terrible. I mean, that's the thing. All of these people are terrible. They are. But I, it, it kind of shocks me that, like, the first thing I thought when I saw this trap is how many people can fit in one area. Like, it it shocks me that not a single one of them thought this. You know, that, like, more than one person could fit in a a space. Yeah. Well, that's, again, they're not thinking.
0: Right. And, like, even that first trap, it's like, if you stop and think for a minute, (laughs) maybe it's like, oh, this isn't that, that hard. I'll take my collar off, and then I'll get all you guys. And then the next one, okay, we all grab a thing, look at it, and then two of us go into each thing. We only need three keys. We'll be fine. But, yeah, they're all like, yeah, if we think and talk it out instead of immediately being like, fuck you, fuck you, you piece of shit, I, hit, you know. Mm-hmm. But that's the lesson of Saw Two as well.
1: Yeah. Yeah, they just needed to slow down. Yeah. Uh, so then after that, we have the bathtub trap, which is where they have to connect five <sighs> electric yeah. things to a bathtub to open the door. Yeah,
0: and they decide pretty quickly that it means someone has to die, which is like,
1: no, they don't. Luba shoves Malik in. Well, yeah, I mean Luba's going to sacrifice Malik cuz yeah. there's no way that you could be connected to all five of those and not die.
0: Yeah. But if each person took one, right? That's the
1: conclusion that's reached. That if there were still five of them and all yeah. five of them had each taken one, they would have all survived and just suffered a mild or a, yeah. a moderate electrical shock. Yeah. Or they could have just drugged Charles' body from the next room. But no, instead...
0: Yeah, you could just use a dead body that's already there. (laughs) Yeah.
1: (laughs) They have a few of them. Yeah. Instead, Britt kills Luba because Luba's about to sacrifice Malik. And then Britt convinces Malik to help her use Luba's body to connect all five to get to the next room. In what you have, the blood jar.
2: Yeah.
1: Where there's five holes that with saws inside that you have to stick your hand in and give up a certain amount of blood. And you have to give a total of 10 pints, which each human body apparently can maybe spare five. Yeah. But if it had been all five of them, they just had to spare two. And do they survive? Like, it seems like they're alive at the end of five, but saw six, I think suggests that they died.
0: It's confusing to me because during that whole thing you see, and I don't look, I don't know a lot about the behind the scenes stuff or deleted stuff from the saw series. Uh I've just never been that compelled to really like I love these movies, but I've never been compelled to like get dig deep on the on the series production history and stuff. So, but man, now I kind of want to. Has anybody ever written a book about the saw movies?
1: I don't know. Should actually. I write a book about the saw movies? Why not? <laughs> if nobody else has, you should. It doesn't look There's like There's
0: a lot to be said, but Sorry, the one thing that I didn't look into this. I want to say that specifically when they're when they're doing the saw trap, mm-hmm. when they're getting their the saws on their arms and the blood is going into the thing, you see a lot of Malik. Like he's the one doing most of the screaming. All the shots appear to be of his hand. It's really focused on him, and it seems like she's faking it. Wait, really? You yeah, think this is the this is what every time I've watched this movie, this is my read on this scene. Is oh, she just said one, two, three, go, and then he went and she didn't, and she's faking it and pretending that she's getting her arm sawed, and she's just going to let him put all the blood in and then pull her arm out, and and then when he dies, move on. That's the that's what it looks like they're selling to me, like that's what it looks like. There's going to be a reveal of, but then. All that happens is the cop one walks in and finds her,
1: but her arm's obscured. You can't see it. And then we never see her again. But she clearly suffered significant blood loss. I could see it being that she kind of hesitates a little and doesn't give as much blood as Malik. But like she definitely gives something. It's just
0: weird because in that scene, there's so little of her. It's just a weird decision to me the way that scene was shot and edited. Is like it's it. It seems like it's selling me that there's going to be some reveal that she's pretending,
1: which I mean wouldn't be out of character. Yeah, but yeah, I don't. We don't. I don't know. Maybe she is dead. I don't know. So that's our core group. And my question to you is: Do they deserve this?
0: Yeah, sure, all of them. Yeah, you know what? I'd agree with you. Yeah, I don't care. I, <laughs> <laughs> I don't deserve deserve it. But, like, they're pretty clearly all not people that are ever going to think about helping. You know what I mean? Right. Like, this is their reaction in a life or death situation. And I hate to be like... I want to be clear. I still think Jigsaw's an asshole. I still think that none of the reasons here are pure. I still don't buy when John Kramer says shit like I've never killed anyone.
1: Bull fucking shit, dude. Okay, I want to add some asshole things he says in this movie. Oh my God, he says a lot. This is like probably his most egregious in terms of his dialogue where he says things like to Jill, his wife, ex-wife, about her clinic, her methadone clinic, her addiction clinic. He says, what does he say? He's like, I permitted, indeed, encouraged your work. Like- (laughs) For too long. And it's like, fuck you. And then says he says, if a subject survives my method, he or she is immediately rehabilitated. It's like, under what metric, yeah, you He asshole? just
0: doesn't know what. He's insane.
1: Killing like, is distasteful.
0: <laughs> killing is distasteful <laughs> to me. <laughs> I love that when he said killing is distasteful. To me, yeah, okay. All right, yeah, get yeah, on your uh-huh. fucking high horse. You had to add that. You piece of shit. He
1: sucks so bad.
0: He's really terrible. And I, one of my favorite things, though, is when he catches Hoffman and uh, gives his whole little speech to Hoffman. And he says, uh, I find it distasteful or whatever to get credit for work I didn't do. Right. And then, but he has to add that little bitchy, like, Especially inferior work. <laughs> it's like sucks. okay,
1: he's so rude.
2: you <laughs>
1: okay? Yeah, yeah. He had to like have that little dig about how like he didn't use the right metal for the pigeon. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> Hold up.
0: Also, yeah, I've never killed
1: anyone. Shut the
0: fuck up. You have killed so many people. You do not get to say that. Right. and his whole speech about he's like using recidivism statistics, like. To argue that the criminal justice system doesn't work. And it's, that's fun, right? Because Mm. he views himself as a vigilante and it's like, okay, yeah, he listens to right wing radio. He Mm -hmm. votes for For Republicans. Like, he's a nutcase. He's like one of those assholes. And like, the problem is, is that like, in the interest of series longevity for something like this, you have to like have your villains kind of win, you know? But you also, that you risk them being protagonists or like heroes and giving weight to the things they're saying and having the wrong people you know and it's like obviously there's always a conversation about responsibility to be had there but it's like you you almost like look like you're gonna be endorsing shitty politics you know even though you can say well obviously he's murdering people he's not the
1: fucking good guy and especially kind of starting with this movie, you have yeah. these people that are being put in these traps, like kind of like trap story, the third of the movie that's the trap story Yeah, that like, okay, they actually did deserve it. Well, yeah, this is
0: where we're, especially this movie, we're starting to, we're, like, we're starting to address actual like real world concerns and anxieties and like things that are happening at the time. You know, mm-hmm. in this case it's, it's a little more law and order, you know? It's a little more, like, specific. It's arson that people died in. But by implication, there's stuff about, like, housing problems at work here. So it's like there's corruption and bureaucracy in, in the system. So we're pointing to systemic problems as well, but we're holding individuals accountable for them. And I think I can get into a whole bigger thing with that in the next movie, so I'll leave it for now. Okay. But But exactly, that's the point, is that here, then, you risk being, like, Yeah, but these people deserved it. Yeah, he was right. And I hate to be that Judy. (laughs) I hate to be that Judge Judy, but they
1: fucking do. Well, that's what we're here for. Yeah. And look, I'm just going to throw this out there now. I think at the end of this, once we're done going through all of these victims and traps and deciding who should have been freed and not, blah, 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 we should create a trap for Jigsaw. (laughs) We should test him. Well, yeah, right? Like That's the thing is that
0: of the... I mean, at this point, three jigsaws, soon to be more. At this point, there are three jigsaws, and only two of them have been tested. What's your test, John? Oh, is it cancer? Shut the fuck up. Lots of people get cancer without becoming jigsaw, literally.
1: Yeah, right? So, yeah, everybody can... You know what? This trap, these series of traps, these people, we're going to leave it all alone, right? It's all fine.
2: Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: I'm, yeah, I'm okay with how it all played out. Yeah, I'm I, okay with who these people I, I are. Say, and the like,
0: only one that's not terrible is
1: Julie, like... Who? Julie Benz. I can't remember her character. Brit? And again, yeah, Brit. Here's the thing. I'm going to push back on, on that a little bit because part of it might just be it's Julie Benz and I fucking love her and yeah. she's great in this role and she's the, she's the most helpful and active of the whole group. Yeah. But she's also the mastermind behind all of this. I mean, you kind of almost, it's almost like they're setting her up to
0: be a red herring. Like, right. honestly, maybe that implication to me that like. You know, there was going to be some reveal about her, like, faking him out and maybe being another jigsaw. Like, maybe that was intentional. Maybe that was, like, they were like, oh, we'll trick him.
2: Mm.
1: Make him think that maybe she's behind it. But nope, she's just another victim. So, I do love Brit. I wish we got more of her, but I'm also fine with her being a part of this and not changing anything. Yeah, I
0: mean, yeah, whatever.
1: <laughs> yes, I love her. She rules, but... Bye.
0: Bye. You know, you should have figured that you should have figured out what you figured out to begin with. Too little
1: too late, I say. Okay, so then our last trap of the movie is the glass coffin trap that kills Strom. Oh, poor Strom. Which okay, this would honestly be one of my like top three most feared ways to die is being crushed to death. So I do love it, but as it stands as like a trap, it's kind of dull and uninspired. And also, what would have happened if he just got in the coffin? So the idea is like <sighs> Is he throws Hoffman in the coffin and it saves him. It saves Hoffman yeah. and crushes Strom. It's
0: a stupid setup because, again, Hoffman can't read. <laughs>
1: <laughs> He's so
0: dumb. Yeah. And again, him doing the tapes is just like, oh, hire somebody, you know? Or, I mean, even the voice distortion is not enough. You're not covering it. Get someone else to read this for you. But I actually really like this trap a lot. I mean, the setup for it is so stupid. Like, if he had just played the tape, and this is Strom we're talking about here. This guy gave himself a tracheotomy with a pen to defeat the waterhead trap.
1: But he plays enough of the tape to hear the part where it says... Do you trust me? Yeah, to survive, you must get in this coffin.
0: Yeah, so it's like, just get in the coffin.
1: Right. Like, it's
0: explicitly there. Just do it. But he thinks he's going to pull a fast one, and that makes Strom look bad.
1: Um, Well, I mean, he gets his, so...
0: Yeah, but I like the trap itself. Yes. I do think it's okay. kind of neat. It's actually very Dr. Fives. It's like, because at the end of Abominable Dr. Fives, he has this like elevator thing that goes down. It's his grave, his new coffin. And it's sort of like that. It's Costas Mandalore <laughs> getting in this glass, like David Copperfield coffin and like just slowly going down as Strom gets crushed between two walls. And then I really love the return action on it. This is what I love about it is that like when it comes back apart in the and, next, movie. in the next movie and the coffin comes up, mm-hmm. uh, I just, I don't know. It just seems really hilarious to me.
1: I just think it's fun. It's unnecessary. So obviously we both want to save Strom. So we'll just table the coffin save yeah. it for somebody else. Yeah. Okay.
0: Cause I like the trap. I don't like Strom falling for it.
1: Okay. So that
0: is Saw 5. Yeah. The stuff where we see the flashback of how Hoffman became Jigsaw and stayed involved with Jigsaw. Is so weird because he, he gives him that whole speech right about murderers being back on the streets and all that shit. And he convinces Hoffman, we're going to be vigilantes now. I'm Batman, you're Robin. And Hoffman's like, holy cow, jigsaw, you know, like, let's, <laughs> I'm in. Let's be vigilantes. Okay, who do we start with? Murderers? Rapists? Oh no. See, there's this guy I know who's really lonely and sad and kind of wants to kill himself. That's who we're gonna get, and we're gonna
1: stop him from. Ki- and I, I love that like retcon where it wasn't just that he committed suicide; they literally stopped him from killing himself to, to put him, him in a trap that kills him. Like, <laughs> well, what so he
0: was gonna kill himself in like the most rock and roll way ever in his car with a broken whiskey bottle. <laughs> right. Yes, yeah, so and then Jigsaw. Everything he says in this movie, when he's like, "It can never be personal, bro." All of the people you killed have been personal,
1: except in this movie. I love that he and And, Paul. I love that they saved that line for the movie where it's actually not connected. Everything else is personal,
0: but it's like almost everyone else you killed is someone you don't like, right? Like, and you're you're criticizing
1: hoffman for killing fucking baxter like dude well not just people he doesn't like but like there's been yeah it's people he has like an actual connection to
2: yeah if
0: this if this were a professional situation you'd be taken off the case for having a conflict of interest every time it's too personal for you (laughs) yeah if exactly if being jigsaw was a job you would be given different clients Mm -hmm. because it would look bad (laughs) <laughs> because I mean, it would be personal. But we all know John Kramer's just full of shit. I mean, yes, we do. His whole thing where he's like it leaves nothing to chance, so
1: arrogant. Right? So arrogant. I mean, per- and then in the same time saying I assume nothing. Yeah. Usually you, you assume a lot of things, <laughs> yes. actually. You assume so
0: much. <laughs> it, and he's like, actually, also, dude, it leaves a lot to chance. A right? lot. A lot. A lot. Because there are more factors at work. Then, quote, unquote, the human mind, whatever the fuck that is, like it's some kind of monolith. He's just like, if you understand the human mind, it leaves nothing to chance. And it's like, all right, calm down. Because how are you an expert on the human mind? You don't even have, like, uh, you don't have any degrees in psychology as far as I understand. Mm -hmm. So what is your expertise on the human mind? Is it listening to Rush Limbaugh and... Sneering at the homeless people that you pass every day on your drive to one of the many properties you own. You fuck. (laughs) You piece of shit. Oh my God. Although I will say, I do love all of this stuff of him and Hoffman like setting things up like they're putting props out (laughs) in a stage production, you know? Right. And then Jigsaw
1: like has to lie down and pretend to be dead like, places. (laughs) I love it. They're theater kids. Okay, so the very first thing we get in Saw 6 is we open up with the pound of flesh trap. So we have two loan sharks. We got Mm -hmm. Eddie and Simone, Mm -hmm. and they are being tested by who can put the most amount of flesh into the scale in a minute. To stop screws from being drilled into their temples which okay there are plenty of examples of jigsaw's traps being bullshit but i think this is one of a more the more egregious ones in the sense that like we even in this movie i feel like get john Kramer saying i give people a choice and it's like this isn't a choice no literally someone has to die someone has to die this
0: movie this this whole movie is the most egregious of that right. this whole yeah. movie yes. yeah. i don't if I, we'll, we'll go through them but off the top of my head i cannot think of a single trap in this movie that involves more than one person where where there's a possibility of everyone
1: surviving. And then not only that, but like also this entire movie, no person involved in this, after this pound of flesh trap has a choice.
0: Yeah. And also everyone... Right, is connected to John... Like, this is another one where it's like we find out that it's literally
1: entirely personal. All of it. All of it. The very movie after he says it can never be personal, it's all personal. And
0: and this is one of the few movies where we can't say, well... I mean, there's actually probably, if you maybe keep track, you can probably decide who makes every trap, you know? But there's like... At some points, there's a reveal of like, oh, well, this trap was done by Amanda or this trap... You know what I mean? Like... This we this is explicitly all John. Mm-hmm. It's all John because it's Hoffman following John's instructions.
1: Hoffman and Jill
0: following John's instructions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and yeah, it's yeah, it it clear. Yeah.
1: So this first one pound of flesh. There's obviously no choice anyway. involved. It's whoever can like put the most flesh in this contraption. <laughs> and you know, Eddie is the bigger guy, so he's cutting off his own like pieces of his fat. You know, on his stomach. Yeah, and Simone then just in the last minute chops off her whole fucking arm and throws yeah, which, it in. Which let's okay, it, there's a it, there's a body
0: shamey joke element to it. There for is for sure that I don't appreciate. That I don't appreciate either. But also, the scene is madness, and it's like just screaming. It's all screaming and like gore, and people just. Chopping pieces of themselves off, and her like there's like visual gags where she's like sawing through one, and then sees that he's getting ahead of her, so she's like, "Well, fuck, I need to saw off more."
1: So let's move that line. I like I like that gag. I love it. <laughs> and,
0: and and then when she finally just chops her own arm off, it's like a demented. Fucking double dare physical challenge. Mm-hmm. It's like this it's what this series is like about to me. There's like an encapsulation. The the pound of flesh trap is the Barry and Claudette of the <laughs> Saw Shut franchise. The fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> because it really does like sum up everything that I find most like Kind of endearing about this series, and I love it. I love the whole scene,
2: mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> having said like, yeah, it feels fat phobic one hundred percent, but also this is transgressive, like this is
1: extreme horror. <laughs> mm-hmm. two things I really love about Simone, one, I love that it's our first uh you get a little you maybe get a hint of it with Brit in the last movie, but it's our first example of somebody with especially as like prolific as the jigsaw killings are and how we are clearly told in every movie after the first one that like he's all over the headlines mm-hmm. that it's our first example of somebody waking up in a trap and being immediately like I know what this is
0: yeah 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 she's, you know? like, she's like I've watched the news
1: yeah I've like followed some of the blogs I mean I guess previously we've had people suspect but this is the first one where she's immediately like Okay. Yeah.
0: Well, and and furthermore, she's also one of the only people I think we see, or the, at least the first person we see who in this series survives a
1: jigsaw trap and then gets to be like, this is bullshit. Well, that was my second thing that I yeah, love about Samara, is that back. she immediately calls him out when yeah. you get to see her again, and you get to see her again, yeah. and unlike, say, like, Amanda... You know, you get to yep. see somebody who survived who is just like, no, fuck that. I didn't learn anything. Yeah, what was God I supposed to learn? What, I,
0: what was I supposed to learn from this? And it's like, yep, there we go. Simone. This the series has a hero and her name is Simone. Yep. Because she's so quick to figure out. Also, I want to point out Jigsaw, fumigate your warehouses or something, man. Because there's like a isn't there like a roach crawling on her or something before she wakes yes, up? Yes, there is. Ew. Yeah come on now I know it's the city or whatever but like do something about your roach problem I
1: don't think Jigsaw's very into he's a slumlord yeah he's not very into cleanliness or sanitation Yeah. which considering his traps I mean I feel like just like nicking yeah, myself on a trap will he, kill me
0: he's like I don't I don't leave a lot to chance I don't make a lot of assumptions Except, like, no, dude you're going <laughs> someone's gonna get a staph infection yeah right <laughs>
1: except the sanitation of my equipment and location
0: yeah exactly like your traps not if your trap doesn't kill them the gangrene they're gonna get will the fucking bacteria will
1: i I hope you checked that everybody has their tetanus shots because literally every one of your traps are rusty
0: yeah and as it's explained even gum disease can lead to heart disease (laughs) as you well know right mr john kramer Whatever. Uh, so, in the case I love of Simone, Simone's the best. Simone is the best. She doesn't, uh, no, we we I, take this. We take her out of this trap. I, I honestly
1: feel like we take them both out.
0: I want to be clear: they're both monsters. Actually, they're predatory lenders. And look, if there's anyone so far in this series that has deserved it, it's a predatory lender. Really. Above the people uh, like above, conspiring, like the, to... not above the Nazi murderer, and not above the <laughs> rapists, and not above the rest of the characters in this movie. I want to say, uh, yeah, the predatory lending's a real fucking problem. It caused, you know, it's a big cause of the housing crisis. So,
1: and this, yeah, this movie's very topical. It was two thousand nine. <laughs>
0: yeah, this was this is the political saw movie. This is the woke saw movie. <laughs> this is the leftist saw movie. Actually, in some points, mm-hmm. it's weird
1: so john kramer just does a hard pivot and starts voting for bernie sanders so we we free them from the pound of flesh trap do we like put them in a different trap or are they just they get to be let go i don't i don't know i feel like we don't if we leave them in a trap it, we just leave them in the trap that they were put in uh i you know what how about this we le- we modify the trap okay i want to make it so that they both can survive well, yeah. Okay. Like I want the pound of flesh to be like, uh, you know what? Say a literal pound, you know, like <laughs> yeah. they're not working against each other. They're working against like, a, uh, uh, you know, in the same way uh, in the last movie that they had to fill the the jar of blood with 10 pints in this one, they have to do like a certain pounds number of pounds.
2: Okay.
0: Yeah. 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 And then they both survive and they both learn their lesson or whatever. And then they get to say, they both get to be like, what the fuck was I supposed to learn? What's wrong with you? Because here's the thing. If there's a movie that points out that you cannot punish individuals to fix
1: systemic problems, it's Saw 6. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and so let's let's continue on this path. Yeah, so we go
0: from there to at least then we pick up at the end of the previous movie.
1: Oh, right, with the... Now you get the coffin, the glass coffin trap opening back up. We go back to glass coffin, we get... (laughs) That gore. Co- wow. Ghost to
0: Spandalore rising up like Darth Vader, uh, with that gore oh, the stromboli. Agent <laughs> <laughs> Strom gets turned into stromboli. It's great. And
1: it's a saucy stromboli. I mean, he did just get crushed between two. I l- oh, walls. I love
0: it. It's so great. I love it. It's so gross. I love it. I love the big blood smear on the on the glass
1: coffin mm. as he comes up. And then he gets to keep his hand to yeah. put fingerprints <laughs> I on I everything with.
0: T- oh, what a fun coincidence. <laughs> I get to use this hand to leave fingerprints everywhere now. Then this movie does something that the other movies don't do. It actually introduces us to Jigsaw's test subjects. Before. Before they end up in the in the test. Mm-hmm. And these are characters that would be like the side subjects, largely, in one of the other movies. You know? But... This movie like, introduces us to them and allows us to make a couple assumptions about, well, our, our protagonist, let's say. Sure. Even it, though he's not a protagonist, no. but his whole thing is very interesting to me in this movie. Because it's very it's a lot of proof of a lot of things, uh, uh, holes in Jigsaw's theories.
1: So we're talking about William Easton. Yes. And he is sort of the centerpiece of this string of tests. Yeah,
0: insurance, health insurance executive Mm -hmm. So basically the most evil person
1: on the planet. Right. Who specifically came up with an algorithm. (laughs) To deny people coverage. Yeah, to maximize the denial of coverage. Okay, so I I will say, I think we should save him to the end because I feel like we should talk about all the ways that he is tested on the way and the people that are involved in that. I mean, because he has run through a string of tests in which he makes choices on behalf of his whole team. Yeah. Not just team, I mean, let's... Okay, let's talk about the first fucking trap. It's the janitor. It's him yeah, versus Hank. the janitor in this oxygen mask trap. Hank.
0: And yeah, this is right away, right off the bat. It's like, well, one of you's going to die. Yeah, it's... And so you no longer get to say, I'm not a murderer, because you are willfully, premeditatedly choosing to take a human life. It's just you don't know which one it's going to be.
1: Just like with the pound of flesh trap. But yeah. also... And in this trap, it's pretty obvious who yeah. it's going to be. Oh, is it the, like... Executive, or who is it the? Out and eats
0: healthy and yeah. is fine, or is it going to be the fifty-year-old
1: guy who works around hazardous chemicals and still smokes cigarettes? Right, which Jigsaw calls him out and is basically like, "You're going to die because you're a smoker." Let's be honest, Hank is put in this
0: trap because he's a cigarette smoker. Which, wow, wow, wow! wow.
1: You're killing your body slowly with cigarettes. Wow! So I'm going to do it faster. Yeah, like. Oof. Also, we're talking it's about like a California janitor fascist here. Liberal shit. This is like, <laughs> I don't know. I just, when Jigsaw goes after these marginalized people like that. Yeah. You know?
0: Well, yeah, exactly. He works, he's a custodian. He's not.
1: Part of a ruling class, no, and he he has absolutely nothing to do with yeah. any of the decisions being made no. in this building, no, at all. So what is he might not even know what the <laughs> what people, doing, yeah, yeah, like it's a, a giant office building, so it could be multiple companies yeah, working in the same client building. That his
0: service is, has, you know,
1: been like hired he's by. cleaning, and you're going to punish him because he's yeah. a smoker.
0: And let's point out though, also right off the bat. William is, like, trying to help Hank. He's, like, telling Hank, hold your breath, hold your breath. Like, he's immediately like, I don't want this fucking guy to die. Right. (laughs) So, immediately, we see the hole. Because the problem we're pointing out here is that, and we're going to see this over and over again in this film, that Will wants to help people. Basically, he's only complicit in violence insofar as, like, his ability to be distanced from it. You know what I mean? which is a systemic problem. So we're not going to fix this by punishing him. Because the idea, right, is like, well, you have to be selfish and let this person die to win. But he's not letting anyone die. It's weird.
1: Jigsaw doesn't really have a message in this movie. (laughs) No, it's real Or he doesn't really know what it is. It's real muddled. But anyway, sorry.
0: No, we're setting Hank free
1: for sure. yeah. Yeah, so there is no oxygen mask trap. That's a bullshit trap. Yeah,
0: it's kind of a bullshit trap anyway.
1: It's just, yeah, it's like, what if you have asthma? Right, and also you're inducing panic.
0: Yeah. You know?
1: I mean, I like
0: the design is fun of it, like crushing your rib cage and then squeezing your lungs into goo Mm -hmm. because of your breath. I do think that's actually a very fun concept. But yeah, I don't, I, I feel like it's, it's 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 one of those things that's like pretty on paper but then you start working with it, you realize how unfair it is and how weird it is and it's like you got better ideas you know sure this is a one that you love but sometimes you got to kill your
1: darlings you know yeah absolutely not every trap needs to make it all the way to you know actualization yeah so we just get rid of this trap entirely okay yes cool hank you're free oxygen mass trap gone i will say hank you should quit smoking that's not for us to decide though. Uh, I mean no, that's I, advice. Look, no, I'm not saying but I'm gonna he kill knows him over. That. I
0: I know he knows it. Well, here's what I here's what I wanna say to him is not Hank you should quit smoking, but Hank, I'm one of those guys who for a long time thought I would never quit smoking cigarettes. Mm-hmm. And I did. I'm three years now. Without a cigarette. Over three three plus years, no
1: cigarettes. No problem. Yeah, and I'm I'm seven. And you're so what seven, we're yeah. saying is we believe in you, We Hank. believe in you. You can you do can this. Do like, we're not going to like force you to fight for your life no, in no, order no, to no, get no, you to no. I'm quit not even going to judge you
0: for it. And if we're out somewhere together
1: and you're like, I got to have a smoke real quick, I'm not going to give you shit for it. No. So then we have the neck wire trap where we have William's... Secretary God, Addy and William's personal assistant Alan. Is that, did I get that right? Is that yeah, who they are? Yeah. And he has to choose between them. They're both on a noose, basically.
0: Yeah. And Jigsaw kind of, <laughs> it's like, this is one of those cases where no, he definitely just murdered somebody. Yeah, for sure. And he definitely murdered the one more than the other because the whole time he's like, what are you going to, it's like when you're trying to get someone to take something one of two things but you want one of the two things so you you kind of are like you
2: oversell one you
0: oversell you want hey you want this really cool thing or you want this thing that kind of sucks right like it's like that so you, like are you gonna save addy who has a family yeah, and look at all these pictures of, the yeah. of her <laughs> with the people that love
1: her yeah, that are gonna miss her. her
0: she's probably nice she bakes cookies for people she's but a sweetheart here's pictures of alan just Eating at home by himself, alone, no friends, and you know what that means. If no, he has no friends. He's probably not worth liking. He sucks. Right, yeah, honestly, no one's he, gonna no one miss gives him. a shit about him. He has no family, nothing in his life. He doesn't even have a plant. But like he you sucks. choose, you choose. Also, I bet he's probably kind of racist. Yeah, I mean, look at him. Yeah, we're gonna save that guy. That but guy it's your choice. He's never gonna it, do anything William, good for anyone. It is your choice. Or are you going to save this sweet, sweet lady who's just the best? (laughs) Totally up to you. No pressure. I I mean, I have no stake in it. This is your decision to make. Right. And it's like, yeah, no, you fucking threw Alan under the bus like crazy. He knew
1: what he was doing. And yeah, he he definitely killed Alan. Yeah. No, that's terrible. I will
0: say, I love the mechanism of it. The, The hanging and then bringing the body forward to smash against the...
1: The, oh, right. Like shoving the, it in his window. face. Like yeah. uh, you chose this. Well, and I
0: love that how he <laughs> demonstrates it is with the Billy puppet.
1: Like he
2: walks
0: <laughs> over and the Billy puppet gets fucking <laughs> swings into the window. Mm-hmm. It's fun. Yeah. And then it's <laughs> look at him now. <laughs> <laughs> but like here's a bug on a windshield.
1: <laughs> here's another trap that shouldn't exist in two people that should just be free. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. You yeah, know, yeah. like, yeah. This isn't a real trap. This this choice has nothing to do with the no. people who are suffering from the choice and all to do with the people the person making the choice. Yeah. And Yeah, it's like what the fuck did Alan do to you, John? I mean, honestly, in this case Jigsaw's illustrating the the problem of the system here mm-hmm. that like William was put into this position of he didn't he all he just had to choose between two people. Like, he had to kill one. Yeah, and every time he's like, I don't want anyone to die. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, you know what? The problem is systemic, and the system is Jigsaw in this series of traps. <laughs> um, but then we have Debbie the Lawyer in the Steam Maze. Okay, so
0: no trap, I think, illustrates more in this movie than... The Debbie, the lawyer trap that Will is like, again, yeah, that the the central thesis is flawed. Mm -hmm. That like punishing this guy
1: is not going to do anything. Right. But also he's not even really being punished. I mean, psychologically he is. Yeah. And and like, I guess the thing
0: is, is that it's like whatever lesson he's supposed to learn, he's already learned. Because he doesn't go into the, any of these traps being like, well, I kill that person. I don't give a fuck. Right. He goes into every single one of them. And in the Debbie one, he's actively trying to help her.
1: Like, desperately. At and great, at his
0: risk, like, yeah, hurting his, himself. He's Exactly. At great personal cost, he is helping Debbie through this maze. And then, when Debbie is free, she immediately is trying to kill him. Well, because she's told to. Because she's told to by Jigsaw. But he's like, he's the guy who in Saw 5 would have been like, all right, everybody, hold on. Let's figure out a way to do this. Let's be smart here. You know what I mean? Because Mm -hmm. that's what he's interested in is problem solving and his algorithm to him is a problem that he has solved, but he is distanced from the violent that violence that it causes. Right. And I'm not saying that's not evil and that that's not wrong, but it proves that like in a direct situation, even at his risk and pain, this
1: individual is making these decisions to help others. And furthermore, if he had been given the time, which my, a big problem I have with a lot of jigsaw shit is time I think that he might have tried to work with Debbie to get the key out of his abdomen.
0: Yeah, I think he would have. I will say, I don't know that Debbie would have even cared. <laughs> she goes she goes to Buzzsaw uh, games pretty quick.
1: Yeah, but she also what had at that she's point in, twenty she's seconds.
0: Pan, yeah, she's panicking because she's about to die. Yeah, yeah.
1: but Jigsaw yeah, set better, this up. It's better
0: to ask for forgiveness than than permission, right? And she's not gonna. <laughs> I
1: mean, she's not gonna kill him until he fights back. But like, she's yeah. really just trying to like because she sees she's where like, the, get the wound is. Let me is. get the key out of you with this saw. But the thing is, is that Jigsaw gave her that information and not him. Yeah. So
0: again, had he been given that information, he probably would have been like, "Yeah, sure, here you
1: go." And more time. I mean, Twenty seconds. i my appendix out. What, what's this, you know? 20 seconds is not enough time to, you know, get a key out of no. your abdomen that's been sewed in there.
0: No, because there, there's probably going to be some digging, you know? Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, it's not just easy to find. Like, no. human guts are kind of messy.
2: Yeah.
0: But it's also, yeah, it's the distance and detachment that is granted these individuals that allows them to make choices that perpetuate violence. You know what I mean? Right. And that's not super helpful information, but it's just more of like, well, pretty clearly the Debbie trap shows like, well, you're a fucking asshole, John, and this guy's already learned whatever lesson he needs to learn. Right. And maybe if he just put his problem-solving skills into a different area other than like insurance company executive. But here's the thing. It doesn't matter if you kill Will Easton there's going to be six more of him you right. know, as long as the system is still intact. Yeah. John, come on. Man. <laughs> read some he should David know Graber. better.
1: He should know that this read is some, how this works. Read some bell hooks, John. But in the case of Debbie, we also need to acknowledge that she is, out of all. I think out of all of the people, well, actually, that's not true. She's So far, she's, out of all the people so far, she's probably the shittiest.
0: She's actively coaching him on how to win a lawsuit against a family who lost their father and husband to cancer because they wouldn't cover. Like, she's an insurance company lawyer. She's the devil. And I don't think that it's about distance and detachment for her. (laughs) I think she likes... Being an insurance company lawyer,
1: yeah, she seems to actually kind of, yeah,
0: revel in the she's, things that she's yeah. saying.
1: And I know that I'm placing a different
0: standard on her than I am on him, probably.
1: <laughs> but well, we'll get to him. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. And again, I don't want to come off like I'm necessarily defending him, but, but I'm fine with her being in this trap. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. think it's
1: okay. So we'll leave it be. All right, here's a tricky one. Oh, gosh. The carousel trap. The merry-go-round trolley problem with a shotgun. So we have six people, and yeah. he's allowed to save two. Which here's another: oh, I don't leave anything to chance. What if he didn't hit the button in time and it starts to raise because it was shooting him in the chest and it just shoots him in the head? Yeah. And then he loses the button. We've
0: seen a few times that, like, the timing of these traps sometimes isn't always great. Right. You know, mm-hmm. and someone's about to get free, and, oh, whoops
1: but I'm John Kramer and I leave nothing to chance.
0: Yeah, except for the chance that people aren't going to fucking panic when they're told they're going to die in literally 20 seconds, you dumb fuck.
1: (laughs) So all we know about these six people (sighs) to begin with is that they are a team of people that is their job is to find any error they can in any application for coverage in order to deny coverage. Yes, and that they like that. And
0: we learn through this little trap that most of them are okay lying or throwing other people under the bus to get ahead. So, like, fuck them? I don't don't know. I don't care. Like, they're called the dog pit. And they're rich, young assholes that are trying to get ahead in the world of insurance. (laughs) In the world of insurance, which is already shitty. And they're like, they're sharks. They're monsters. They're predators. Like their job is to find reasons to
1: deny people coverage. Mm -hmm. But the carousel trap is bullshit. Yeah, I mean, here's the thing. I think all six of them should be in a pound of flesh trap. (laughs) But it's like the Seth Baxter trap where it's rigged and
0: there's there's no actual. (laughs) Oh, you want them to die? So they just keep cutting. Yeah, I'm fine with them just dying. Oh, okay. I'm I'm gonna be honest. I'm fine with Will just not pressing the button for anybody. (laughs) i think i find the fact that he does it for any of them to be pretty charitable
1: well the one lady does say she's pregnant which who knows if that's the truth or not i mean yeah the guy
0: says she's lying but also who the who what is he who you know what i mean like he's lying and that josh guy right that's his name the one that does the last one to get killed yeah he's uh he's a dick he's a misogynist he's he's like oh i get it a a fucking bitch says something and and it's like wow okay gross Mm -hmm. you can definitely get shot bro
1: So, pound of flesh with no escape.
0: Yeah. Yeah. They're all just cutting pieces of themselves off and slowly realizing that it's not going to matter.
1: Wow. I love how mean you get when it (laughs) comes to insurance companies.
0: They're fucking evil, man. I mean, again, I don't think killing any of these people is going to change anything. And also, it's a bullshit trap because all the traps in this movie are bullshit in that same way where it's just like you're killing people no matter what. Right. Like, none of the, and none of these people in these traps. Are like in any way able to stop themselves from being killed. No, it's
1: all in Williams. Like, it's hand.
0: all in Williams' hands, the same way that we've seen in a couple movies now, where it's other, you know, you've done that, but it's like. In this way, it's even less in William's hands. I don't know. It, it is in the same way that it was in Jeff's hands in three. Even they, less. But even less. Like, they feel like dioramas of just, like, press this button, and, you know, when you go to a museum with dioramas and you press a button, something
1: lights up in a corner or whatever. It's like that. <laughs> But like in every example except Debbie the lawyer, somebody was going to die. And in the carousel example, four people at minimum were going to die. No matter what. No matter what happened.
0: And it's just like, yeah, fuck you. That's bullshit. It's not at all fair.
1: But I'm not a murderer, says Jigsaw. That's that's
0: my issue. It's like, just own up to what you're doing. Right. Just tell me you're killing insurance executives. I would like you more if you were just like, yeah, I'm committing murder. And my victims are predatory lenders, corrupt real estate officials, and you know people that find reasons to deny health coverage to and be people. Like, yep, and I'd sure. be like, oh, sounds good. Keep yeah. up the good work. I don't Amen. fucking
1: care. Do you need a donation? How do I help? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but no, instead, you have to get on this fucking high horse. And be like, I don't kill people. I'm a fucking saint. I give people a choice. I'm a psychotic monk. I rehab people. Everybody who goes through my system comes out the other side a new person.
0: Yeah, no, dude, you're not fixing anyone. Just, just admit, just cop to the fact
1: that at least you're only destroying targets that deserve it. Right. But you're still destroying people. So then we get to the final trap in this journey of William Easton's where he is faced with... I mean, let's just leave the sister side because she was just a bait-and-switch.
0: Oh, Pamela?
1: Yeah. Milf Milf journalist? (laughs) Like, she literally... Her only purpose is so that you think that the Abbots, uh, Tara and Brent, are his wife and kid so that when he gets to that final thing... Because he keeps saying, oh, you'll get to see your family. You'll get to see your family. It's really just a bait-and-switch that. Okay, so... Pamela is aside, because nothing happens to her. Oh, it's her birthday. It's so rude. Let her out. (laughs) Yeah, right? Yeah, also,
0: like, it would be kind of cool if the message that they're trying to do... Because it's also... This is where it's revealed that the lesson isn't for William. It's for the family of Mr. Abbott, his wife and son, Brent, and his wife, Tara. Tara, And how, like, it's about them learning how to forgive, right? And it's... (sighs) It's almost like, okay, if that's the entire point, yeah, punishing this guy's not gonna change anything. But she actually gives a very valid reason for choosing to kill him, which is, it's not for me, it's not for my husband, it's to stop you from doing it to somebody else. Mm -hmm. Which I think is like, obviously, really, if we're gonna talk about this kind of shit, the only real reason to do it, you know? Right. Not out of some sense of punishment or whatever, or even like an illusion of rehabilitation. Because the minute you're taking a life you are pretty much saying you do not believe this person can be rehabilitated, which is like against Jigsaw's whole message too, right? Like that's his whole thing is he's trying to rehabilitate people Mm -hmm. because it worked for Amanda, which by the way, if you're offering Amanda up as like proof (laughs) that your fucking thing (laughs) works, you might want to re-crunch those numbers, my friend. Right. Uh, As we see. (laughs) As he sees. But then it's revealed that it wasn't even a failing on her part. It was that Hoffman had information about her and was threatening to give it to John Kramer.
1: Yeah. Hoffman set her up.
0: Yeah. Hoffman sent her
1: up to kill Lynn. But she still (laughs) was setting up these traps that had no escape. Yeah. I mean, she still did that to Jigsaw still tested her specifically because Mm -hmm. she was not rehabilitated. In fact, if anything, she was actually more of a problem. Yeah. Your whole system failed, bud. And you're still doing it but no no no. according to him they're instantly rehabilitated instantly rehabilitated what an asshole (laughs) what a piece of
0: shit so my point is is that it would have been fun if tara when she dumps the lever and she when she hits the lever and dumps the acid if it didn't go on william but on his sister Mm. Because then she would be like, "Oh fuck!" Like now he's lost a loved one. That's the same pain that I wow, have. That would be and how now hard. I am learning a lesson about vengeance and the collateral damage of it. I mean, it's still fucking rigged and doesn't actually mean anything because it's John Kramer being a psycho and not understanding that more harm is probably not the answer to harm.
1: Right. But it's not her that does it. It's Brent that pulls the lever. Oh, that's right. Son. She says she can't do it after yeah. she gives it. Well, and she speech. says, no, I, like, we're going to...
0: Yeah, that's right. That so she already her. learned the lesson. But Brent, who sucks anyway, he talks to his mother so rudely.
1: He's also a teenage boy. I mean, yeah, that's true. He shouldn't have been there. You
0: can't look. You can't be testing... Seventeen-year-old boys
1: that just lost
0: their father. That just lost their father, John. Yeah, he's not. Like, an he adult. needs some
1: time. Yeah, to figure
0: his shit out. Yeah, he's making bad choices. So, like, but yeah, he shouldn't be in there. There should be an age requirement on access to acid levers. Is what I'm
1: trying to say here. Yes, absolutely. So Brent's not a part of this at all. No,
0: we take him out of the trap, and then Tara learns her lesson without having to kill anybody. So all mm-hmm. of these people pass.
1: Yeah, so wait, so are we saying that, like, we, we let both Tara and William go through what they went through?
0: I mean, yeah, look, actually, I support whatever choice Tara makes here. I'm going to be honest. I'm not going to judge her. Like, I'm fine melting an insurance executive. I don't care. Put okay. some acid on him. Let mm-hmm. his guts spill out. Works for me. But also, like, it's not going to change anything. I mean, in the long run. Because I think, again, Will has already learned his lesson. And I think Tara knows that when she makes a decision not to throw the switch. So yeah, I guess let Will out.
1: Yeah, he's been through enough.
0: Yeah. Which feels weird to be like, let the insurance executive go, (laughs) but kill all of the people that work under him. That feels (laughs) rude. What Do you think maybe it's that Will denied him coverage because of the creepy shit John said to him when they met at the party? I mean, that was really creepy. If you were to start laying that, like, you don't understand. Like First of all, you're telling this man his job, which is rude. I mean, I get it. He's evil. But like... That you're like you start talking that will to live shit at a party we just met um, you're at, fucking
1: weird at your wife's fundraiser yeah that
0: we gave money to you're gonna say this shit to me uh-uh I'm denying you coverage bitch. <laughs> I fucking like. I hate it that I'm on the insurance
1: guy's side now. (laughs) But like, uh, honestly, he, he, like you keep saying, he learned his lesson, and I bet that if he would have survived, he probably would have quit his job.
0: Yeah, yeah. Just be like, look what you're doing, man. Because then he's like, okay, yeah, I understand. It's it's awful. I'll stop. Mm -hmm. You know, maybe
1: like put his like whole
0: thing with numbers and algorithms into some other activity. Right. You know, that's not this. He's just so high and mighty. He just thinks so highly of himself. God, his whole thing, when he's talking to Jill, as we've said, when he introduces Amanda as like proof or whatever, which again, dude, you did not fix her. You just flipped her violence switch from internal to external.
1: And also still internal. She's still harming herself. She's still
0: harming herself. Yeah, you didn't even flip. You just opened her up to the possibilities of also harming others. Right. What is wrong with you? (laughs) That's not a success story but when she's like meth he's like methadone not a fix or whatever and she's like well drug addiction's not that simple and he goes it's not simple jill and it's like dude she just said that you're not listening to her Mm -mm. oh what a fucking creep uh but speaking of jill i kind of love her
1: yeah jill's great and she honestly doesn't do really anything wrong she runs this really i i would call it a successful (laughs) clinic
0: The one time we get her interacting with people at the clinic in this movie is when someone's like freaking out and she just walks up and goes, it's okay, relax, all right, and walks away. And you're like, that's not how you do that. Saying it's
1: okay, all right, relax to someone is not going to bring them out of a crisis. Okay, okay. (laughs) But counterpoint because I love Jill. I'm just going to say we don't know her relationship with that person. And maybe that is like, she just has a lot of experience with them and she knows that's what yeah. they need in that moment. Okay. That's, true. I mean, she, she is on a first name basis with them apparently. Mm-hmm. So. But ultimately I, I do kind of love, and you know what later soft films are going to kind of retcon some of this, but I love how in this movie it's presented as like, well, she was left this box of instructions and <laughs> you know, it's her husband's last request and she's just going to follow it. Yeah. Also, apparently we live in a world where somebody can be at the insane level of Jigsaw in terms of notoriety and murder and not have any of his assets seized. Yeah, right. They just get he to be passed along. To just have another lawyer. Yeah, who's like passing he, along this mystery box without and, any police presence. And we're not
0: being any kind, yeah, we're not being <laughs> any kind of careful that about that at all,
1: considering this guy also murdered his last lawyer. Right. <laughs> what? yeah what a weird world but I, I i do kind of love this whole thing that it's like her and, and hoffman both get these five envelopes where they're yeah. like oh she's like oh, i guess i gotta work with him to murder all these insurance people but i get a six envelope it's you know <laughs>
0: bonus hoffman yeah. yeah i get
1: the bonus envelope yeah i love that they
0: have like a little shakespearean power struggle At work, when he's like, I'm in charge of this stuff now. And it's like a typical male ego. right? Yeah. I also love that when she comes into the master control room, she's got that big... First of all, she comes in purse first. She she walks into the jigsaw game purse first. (laughs) And it's this big, giant, fucking, like, what, 2010s bag. Just Mm -hmm. this enormous bag just hanging off of her elbow just like mm-hmm, turn all the lights on set up my jigsaw stuff it's fun yeah and then she puts Hoffman
1: into a reverse bear trap oh yeah bringing back the classics maybe yeah. which jigsaw left her in the box which i love yeah i love that he he like bequeathed her the reverse bear trap yeah that's not in an, an evidence locker what <laughs> yeah, the fuck right? i mean he probably just built another one yeah you know, i mean it's definitely not the same it looks one like that a
0: Amanda different had. like a sleeker design it's like the reverse bear trap 2.0
1: Okay, I think we've said enough about Saw four, five, and six.
0: I disagree. <laughs> oh, really? Let's
1: say more. Y- you want to keep talking about these movies? There's, so-
0: <laughs> yeah, there's mm-hmm. a lot. I mean, I'm gonna yeah. write a book. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna write a book. I about think the you should,
1: movies. considering how much you've already overthunk them.
0: Yeah, the problem <laughs> is, I will get no cooperation from anyone involved in the production because, like, my perspective is these movies are not good. I just like them. <laughs>
1: Well, no, but I think you should write it from like a critical analysis, over analysis yeah. perspective. And then you don't need permission from anybody to do that. Yeah, but
0: you also kind of want to get like little quotes. and stuff. I mean, I guess there's enough probably out there in the form of interviews that I can just pull. Yeah. You know? Listen to commentaries. Oh, God. Here's the thing. Writing a book would mean like watching all of the movies with multiple commentary tracks
1: and behind the scenes stuff.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: And I, gosh, I don't know if I have that in me. I mean, that's fair. I'm already exhausted. (laughs) Did you catch that?
0: I got it. I got it. I love it.
1: The Saw movies were not meant to be binged. They really weren't. No, whatever, though.
0: I am. It's weird how much I'm coming around because I've never been like anti Saw movies, except for that brief window between me seeing Saw 1 and Saw 2 coming out. Yeah. Probably the only time I've been staunchly anti Saw. But I now am like, this watching these movies makes me really think very deeply about the production code. And about like what it did to audiences and studios and like how for just like 20 years (laughs) there was not what real people, what real life was, was just not being shown in movies. Mm -hmm. So people like got this really weird idea of what life was, you know, like if they didn't have certain, let's say, class based experiences, you know, if they weren't from marginalized identity, they just didn't know that anything bad was going on. Like, and it's affected our ability to watch movies like Saw because, and I mean, the slashers have this too. We're like this critical backlash to them or extreme horror with the term torture porn. If you go back and watch like pre code horror movies, this kind of stuff is in them. Like, it's not obviously this blunt <laughs> or graphic. But if you watch like Murders at the Zoo or the Dr. X movies, you know, there's. There is this like gritty nasty stuff going on in it and and very real world stuff so like this this is why I'm like I want to write a book about
1: the Saw yeah, movies. Yeah, you really just go t- so far with I- with your thought process <laughs> on these movies. Your fucking Saw book isn't going to be a book. It's going to be like three <laughs> volumes. If you're starting with the production code <laughs>
0: Oh, buddy, I'm going to start with, like, the Grand Guignol.
1: Oh, of course, going of course, back. yeah. <laughs> what, I'm going <gonna, laughs> to work Greek drama into this. We're, you're not even going to start talking about Saw 1 until volume 2. Yeah. Like, you're, like, 500-plus pages in before you even start talking about the Saw movies. Oh, <laughs> oh boy, if you think I'm not going to bring opera into the party... <laughs> Listeners, you have no idea how much of these episodes we have deleted because Andy keeps (laughs) overthinking everything about the Saw movies. We're not kidding about this. My Saw
0: book will open with, I think, Aeschylus
1: said it best. (laughs) I I definitely overthink them. But for today, we're done. We're done. Yeah. So that was four, five, and six. And then we'll be coming back with seven, well, okay, actually, no, we're done with the the numbers. We're coming back with the final chapter, the Jigsaw final chapter. and Spiral, yeah. next week. Yeah. All right. We will see you then if we're still alive. And until then, bye. Good luck.
2: TTFN.